go back. I'm your host, Brian Obuchakar, and on this week's episode, we will be reviewing The Last Recruit and The Candidate, the 13th and 14th episodes from the final season of Lost. When we open up in The Last Recruit, we see Jack asking Hurley for permission to speak with Locke, telling him that it was his idea for them to come meet him. This continues the trend of giving trust to other people and finally letting go. When Jack finally sits down with the man in black, we discover that it was him posing as Christian on the beach when Jack was looking for water. Now this is really interesting because if you remember, Jack was actually led off a cliff by this vision. So it was trying to lead him to his death. And the person who ended up saving him was the real John Locke. But one thing the man in black said really stood out to me. He told him that John wasn't a believer. He was a sucker. He's been profiled as somebody who's amenable to coercion. And I know I bring that up a lot on this show. But when you compare it to what the man in black is describing here, you really can't help but question what motivated John. Moving along, we actually get to see Jack and Claire finally meet as siblings on the island. And I think it's really interesting what Claire says when she tells Jack that he's already made his decision by letting the man in black speak to him. Especially because we're also seeing Hurley telling Sawyer that people can always turn back to light. And I think what they're really trying to communicate here is the concept of choice. That's something we've heard repeated so many times in this series. And Daniel even describes it as what makes them special as variables. And that'll take us into the flash sideways where we see Desmond finding Claire at the adoption center. He actually guides her to Alana, who is the lawyer for Christian Shepherd's estate. This is another example of the people in the flash sideways still being led to each other, and we're seeing Desmond facilitate these meetups. Now this will take us back to the jungle, and I wanted to point out Jack in the scene where Man in Black starts all of the plans moving. We see that Jack sort of sits back and waits for direction. It's really different to see Jack sit on the sidelines, but we're seeing a more focused Jack as a result of it. He's being a little bit more thoughtful when he's making his decisions. We also see that the Man in Black instructs Saeed to kill Desmond, and Man in Black reminds Saeed that he promised to give him back what he had lost. So when Saeed shows up at the well, I think it's really important what Desmond confronts Saeed with. He says, even if Man in Black gives you what you want, how will you be able to describe your actions? Actions. Now, this is really important when it's posed against Saeed, because if you consider all the decisions Saeed has made throughout the series, it's been because he's trying to do what's for the greater good. Desmond's basically asking Saeed if he'll be able to live with the consequences of his decisions. Back in our flash sideways, when Jack's going to the meeting at Alana's office, it's no coincidence that she asks him if he believes in fate. Because as I've mentioned, it seems like all of the characters in the flash sideways are still being led back to each other, just like they were led to the island by Jacob. Now let's go to the scene where they're on the boat, and we have that little altercation where Sawyer tells Jack that he doesn't believe that they're here for a reason. This is very reminiscent of the conversations Jack used to have with Locke in the hatch. Sawyer doesn't believe that they are here for a reason at all, but we get Jack explaining that it doesn't feel right for them to leave the island, and he knows that they are supposed to be here. This is pretty significant because we're seeing Jack start to accept that he's here for a reason, and rather than trying to jump and make a decision, he's being thoughtful and considering as much as he can before deciding on action. I did want to point out that the boat they are on is Libby's boat, which originally brought Desmond to the island. Now let's go to our flash sideways, where David gets Jack to admit that he keeps secrets 
because his father did. And this is all coming on the revelation that Jack had a secret sister in Australia. But one thing to notice from Jack in this scene is that as he's getting prepared to do surgery, he's a lot more confident. He even says, I've got this. And this is a reflection against how we've seen him behave in the past. His own father even questions whether or not Jack believes in himself. And now back on the island, we finally get the reunion of Sun and Jin. And I think this moment is really great because we hear Jin say that they'll never be apart again. And you can really feel for these two characters because they've never really been able to be together. But as this happens, Widmore opens up on the Man in Black back on the other beach. And when Jack is injured, Man in Black tells him that you're with me now, mirroring what Claire had said earlier in the episode. And that'll take us into the candidate. In the flash sideways, we are seeing Jack still motivated by fixing people. And he's trying to get John to believe that he can fix him. And ironically, we see Locke refusing to take a leap of faith, even though Jack seems 100% confident that he could actually get John to walk again. Back on Hydra Island, we get a little bit more explanation about the list of names. Widmore explains that Kate's name isn't on the list. He only has to protect the people who are still on there. This comes back up later in the episode when Sawyer reminds us that Kate's name in the caves were actually crossed out, so it looks like she's been eliminated. In our flash sideways, we see Jack not being able to let go. This leads him to Bernard, who did dental work on Locke after his accident. Bernard points out what we are all aware of at this point, that it's interesting that they were all on the same flight. And even though Bernard won't break confidentiality, he does lead Jack in the right direction. But before I get to that, let's go back to Hydra Island, where we see Jack actively confront Man in Black about staying on the island. He'll help him get everybody else off, but he believes he's going to stay. Man in Black tells him that he's going to try to get Jack to voluntarily get the others to leave the island, just like Locke did as Jeremy Bentham. One thing Man in Black says here that's really interesting is that he could have killed them all if he wanted to. But if you remember, earlier in the season, the blonde boy in the jungle said that he can't kill Sawyer, whose name was still not crossed out in the caves. So we know that there are some rules about these candidates. And given that the Man in Black has tried to lead these people to their own demise before, I think it's pretty clear that they're telling us he can't directly kill them. Back in our flash sideways, Jack finds out that Anthony Cooper is brain dead as a result of an accident he had with Locke. Locke was flying a plane and was paralyzed in the crash, but his father was rendered brain dead. We also get to hear John murmur as he's passed out in the hospital bed. He talks about pushing the button and repeats that he wished Jack would have believed him. So even though this is a separate timeline, we keep getting these hooks back into the timeline we're all familiar with. Moving along in the flash sideways, I did want to point out that when Jack and Claire open the music box together, they see a reflection of themselves while the music box plays Catch a Falling Star. This song had been repeated several times as something that her father always sang to her, so it's really nice to see this woven into the character with Jack. Back on the island, the man in black exposes Widmore's plan to get them all in a confined space and blow them up. So rather than try to take off in the plane, they all plan to leave the island by the sub. And I love how the man in black is constantly weaving together a plan. Because once everybody gets on the sub, we see that he's doing exactly what he described Widmore would do. He got them all into a confined space with the bomb. But as we know, 
And as Jack points out, the man in black can't cause their deaths directly. Jack even explains it definitively. He says that the man in black isn't allowed to kill them, and that in doing this, he's trying to make them cause their own demise. But Sawyer won't believe Jack, and pulls the wires out of the bomb, causing it to count down faster. Saeed, realizing that they are all doomed, grabs the bomb and confesses that Desmond is still alive, and tells Jack exactly where to find him. And we see Saeed sacrifice himself to save the others. So we do actually get to see a turn by Saeed back to the side of good, because he wanted to make sure these people didn't die. As if that isn't bad enough, we get an even sadder scene as we realize that Sun is trapped, and in one of the saddest moments in the entire series of Lost, we see Jin refusing to leave his wife. He spent so much time trying to get back to her that he'd rather live together than die alone. And in the final scene, let's go to our flash sideways where we see Jack telling Locke to let go. He even repeats what Locke had written in the letter and tells him, I wish you would believe me. So we're seeing a very different Jack and Locke in these flash sideways. We had heard the man in black mention that Locke was a sucker, and in the flash sideways, we see that Locke is a lot less open-minded about things having to do with faith, whereas Jack believes that these things could be more possible. So it'll be very interesting to see how that all ends up playing out. Folks, that'll take us into the end of this episode. Next week, we will be reviewing Across the Sea and what they died for. Send in your thoughts, theories, questions, anything to wegobackpodcast at gmail.com. You can follow me on Twitter at King Lord Brian. And until next week, you folks take care.